All right. Well, good morning, Jurgen. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. You, uh, you are in the mountains, right? I, I am. I'm in beautiful Jasper, Alberta, one of the best places in the world visiting. I'm in a parking lot, though, because I had to drive, I had to wake up at 5 a.m., sneak out of an RV and uh, get to cell reception so you could record this. Uh, it, this is this is a beer a bear behind you just I don't know it looks like it no but I did, uh, <laughs> I did see a bear yesterday this actually when I drove here I had to really drive slow at one part because I there was two elk crossing the road and okay nice yes but we are in bear country so everything has to be food has to be packed and wrapped all the time great great yes Mountie yes. Martin yeah. <laughs> Mountie Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, just so so people listening are aware of this, this is going to be a shorter podcast than normal. What uh, we wanted to do was two things. The first is Jurgen wanted to do some clarifications of points that you made from last podcast with um, Dimitri, Jorge, and Gemma. And the second is to go over uh, what I would dub as season two of this podcast and the new direction or a new focus we're going to try and do. So with that, do you want me to go into some of the new season stuff first? No, 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 no. Go on? We, 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 okay. we talk about it afterwards, I would say. All right. Um, well, that with that said, uh, you go ahead. You're getting just actually one other thing for, for clarification. Um, because of where I sit now and because I'm working for Oracle, these are Jurgen's points. These are not my points. Um, I'm just here to really do the introduction and talk about the second, uh, second season of our podcast and that's it. Yeah. Thanks a lot for the opportunity to clarify the misunderstandings. Appreciate it. It was long planned. Uh, it's not a reaction of my 21.1 installation experience, which I had yesterday. This was planned two, for two weeks, so basically uh, the day after the first podcast. And I appreciate that I have the opportunity. And I want to get this out of my head. I say everything once uh, in um, coherence. I don't know if this is the right word, so everything together. And after that, I want to focus on the next big thing. I'm planning with Maxime. And we are, and we are also um, planning a new podcast season. More to that later. I think we have a special time right now. We can change and improve, and therefore my special effort to clarify a lot of that. So you asked about the feedback. I got a lot of positive feedback about the last podcast. Um, people called me and said, oh, finally, somebody's addressing the elephants in the room and you're right. And so if you are asking where are the people um, dealing with, even well-known uh, community members, also people who are not on Twitter, which I think is 98%, uh, we are on a 6.5. <laughs> people are between six and, and seven. Right. And but what I why I want to clarify this is because I also heard that developers think the Apex developers thinks it's their fault. Right. And it's not just to say this in advance. But let me start with the, with the current situation. Wait, just when you said it's the Apex, the, the developers, you mean the Apex team, just to clarify so people. Yeah. Correct? yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. The, um, it's, it's not their fault. 
So let me start with the current situation where I see where we're in right now. A lot is great with Apex and still is great, right? 90-ish percent or more, 95-ish percent, but at least 90-ish percent is awesome still, except some exceptions and not the other way around. People don't, maybe don't get the, the feeling, oh, everything is crap now because we have bugs and difficulties, which we didn't have before. Yeah, that's something new. We have to address that. But just to clarify that, 90% is awesome and still is, right? It's not the other way around. Um, so I think um, what we, what we have experienced for the last five years, what I said in the last podcast, we missed over the years the small things which made us developers, the Apex developers, the customers happy. Um, so uh, like server-side DA condition, it was very, um, very new to the team that saying, what, this is a tiny little feature. You didn't even mention it on the first release. And um, I think Matt or God posted it and he got 50, 50 likes. Yeah, that's the great, uh, great feature for me. So the event on closing modal and stuff like that, small things for us developers, which really makes a difference, wasn't addressed for the last years. So this is the situation we have right now. And the developments dealt differently with it. So we all built workarounds for that. So there were mails going on to the developers directly, to Joel, to Pro, uh, product managers and the FOSS people, they did permanent plugin solutions, which were which are great, all of them, to demonstrate, hey guys, this is not a big thing. We can fix it. It's with Apex technology. And now recently also the complaints are on Twitter, which I think it's a great thing because um, I don't think we want to have a community where uh, everything, where we have everything is awesome sheep. Uh, so, and I think that we all grow on resistance and on challenges. So the problem is that the quality of the new releases and components are decreasing and we have a lot of bugs and weird functionality, UI wise, UX wise, and we have to invest a lot of money to fix them at the customer side. Uh, let's just assume we have 100,000 developers, uh, which officially we should have 500,000. But I'm think, I'm think, I think we can uh, roughly count with five, uh, half a million apps. So this is a lot of money going on with workarounds where we have to invest in every bug, right? And every weird functionality. So, and to be honest, this rock solid Apex reputation, reputation which we had for many, many, many years is gone. Right? People are afraid, my, develop, my, my managers are afraid oh, of the next Apex upgrade. It's like with iOS or macOS, which was great before, and now you don't, you don't want to upgrade, right? If you don't have at least a couple of bug fixes and, and um, releases, and uh, if you see uh, the forum, if this is really safe to upgrade. And I also made a kind of profit warning to my um, product, to my, to my project managers for the release upgrade of 21.1. And I was right. So I did it yesterday and had a lot of problems, weird stuff, right? You can follow it on Twitter, like, but stuff like 
you know, flickering interactive report, my holy cow, don't touch my interactive report. It's an amazing component. It worked forever. I love it. The customer is loving it. And, and this was the only reason besides that we had to, um, because of security reasons. The only reason we would get a benefit out of it was the lazy loading of, um, of interactive report and the UX of that. And it's, it's, it's crap. Right. It, it just shows the first the first uh, line of the header without without the search bar without the heading and everything it just shows the um, it just shows the, the filters and then it shows everything when the data are there so I couldn't even think about anything else but like lazy loading would be like a refresh of an interactive report to make a refresh of an inductive report and the data change and this is it. So my expectation was, and I hope everybody else's was, you see the whole inductive report and then boop, just the data arrives. This is, this is the only acceptable UX and even inductive grid is better than there. He replaces all the data, which is sad. It should be a replacement like inductive report and not delete the data before. But even that is better, right? And this is the first new functionality in years, basically, in inductive report. Very disappointing. Um, lots of things we have to still fixing. We're still fixing. I need, I need a, a CSS pro like Maxime to fix things. Um, and these are a lot of unforced errors and obviously not tested ever by anybody, right? It cannot, cannot think about that, that anybody uh, ever tested that. So this is the situation we're in. And it's very important that we acknowledge that and don't, you know, say, oh, no, that's not true. It was always this way. And uh, for me, everything is fine. Well, you're not there yet. And I hope that we see that um, the um, atmosphere changed and, and, and I hope that the message uh, arrived. And you, you know, we all know these seven stages of grief. <laughs> the first one is disbelief. The second one is denial. The third one is guilt. And the fourth one is bargaining. Oh, can you not say it on Twitter? <laughs> and then we have anger and then we have depression and it, at last we have acceptance. And I hope very, very much that we get to this last stage of acceptance that we really can do something about it. So this said, everything is awesome. 90% is awesome. 10% is not awesome anymore. And it's, um, and I'm afraid that this will grow. So therefore, my effort to talk about that. But as I said at the beginning, it's nobody's fault, right? I mean, the people did a great job the last 20 years, and these are the same people. Nothing changed. They haven't become lazy or sloppy suddenly, right? Bugs, the bugs are not developer's fault in general, right? The if the developer tries his best and makes, of course, his developer tests, but, and he's not doing anything on purpose, anything malicious on purpose, it's not his fault. So there must be a different, um, a, a different team to, 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 to check this. And I don't think that there, will be, that there was a secret meeting five years ago with Joel and Mike and, and the dev team and saying, well, you know what? we should um, disengage with the community and we did so much for them the last um, 10 years and let's stop 
um, acknowledging them as customers and ignore their wishes over time, step by step. I don't think this meeting ever happened. So this said, it's nobody's fault, right? And it's not a it's not a shame if something is going wrong. If you're a professional sport guy, you get injured. You can fetch a cold. It's I, I gained 20 kilos. I didn't plan that, right? It, it's happening. That's life, right? We are no gods. Well, technically that's not true, but it's a different story. Um, so please don't blame yourself. Um, not a single bug is anybody's developer's fault. And it's a great opportunity to learn from the bugs and and um, and yeah, find a solution. So what I would say is don't try to fix bugs too fast and say, oh yeah, we fix all the bugs and more bugs and more bugs. No, just figure out why do we have them and go to the cause of, of the bugs. And after you understand why we have them and you understand what you did wrong, not technically, but from decision wise, and you can be sure that this will never happen again. After that, you can fix the bugs. So time changed as we have seen. So the first sign was Joel is gone. This was a big thunder, right? The biggest thunder the Apex community can ever experience. Then we have 21.1. This was a lightning, <laughs> right? <laughs> was not well received. I hope we are all on the same page here. And it's rained from, from then. So after that, it's, it's raining. After 21.1 is out, there is raining all over the place. I get angry emails uh, from my customers, uh, from developers. Uh, you see it on Twitter if you really follow the people. Um, so if this, these are signs, right? I see everything as a sign. If you think you live in an arbitrary world where everything is a coincidence and everything is meaningless, well, this is not the right podcast for you. For me, everything is a sign. I see this as a as huge sign that something is different. But again, it's nobody's fault. Well, whose fault is it that it becomes winter? Is it Patrick's fault or Shakib's or Mark's fault or John's or Mike's? No, it's getting winter. The same thing, right? If school is over, it's nobody's fault. And I think we're in this situation that we have the first 21 years behind us and now something else has to happen. School is over, something completely new we have never experienced so far uh, has to start right now. And this is where I say, um, I see the signs with Joel and 21.1 and, and the negative uh, reception, not the negative reception, the 21.1 um, debacle we have right now, right? So when you think about in nature, everything has to recycle, is renewing in cycle, nature, season, sleep, awake, dying, reincarnate, fashion is recycling, also companies and frameworks. Right? If you and if you know a little bit about world, if you know we have 21 years now, this is three times seven. So every seven years, something new is happening. The child first becomes his pocket money, and he can do real business with his pocket money. Then with 14, you are judged with juvenile law, and with 21, you are completely adult. And so nobody's fault. 21 years, great. Now something else has to happen. So, and I thought about that. <laughs> this is my. This is what I do. 
because I, after I figured out what happened with Apple, uh, and I'm very much engaged, obviously, with Apex. Um, there are two parts what you can do. First, making developers happy again, raise quality. And part two, think about the next 21 years. But back to part one, what does it mean, make developers happy and all that? If you go through a sporting, um, uh, sporting um, picture, like football or soccer, I think we only hired offense people, strikers, no defense people and no goalkeeper. If I'm thinking about the German national team, the goalkeeper, Emmanuel Neuer, is the captain of the whole team, is the strongest person of the whole team. And I think, right, it's not, if we just have strikers and offense, offense team, if, the, if, if he loses the ball and we get immediately a, a goal because there's nobody, no defense anymore and, uh, and the bucks are ending up at the, um, at the customers, well, I would love to see building up a really strong defense team and a really strong um, goalkeeper, right? I mean, it's like... It's not Ronaldo's fault or Tom Brady's fault, right? If if the team if the team is losing, right? If they, because they making their goals, but if they get ten goals uh, against them, then they lose, right? And so, what I would suggest: build up a very very strong QA team with a very strong leader, a goalkeeper, response. Who the guy is responsible for every buck, not the developer. This quality assurance guy is responsible for every bug and for every success. Nothing leaves the better phase without his approval. And it's like we have in our company, we have an independent, comp uh, independent department, InfoSec. They check all our Apex applications uh, with security flaws. Right? They don't even know anything about Apex. They don't care about Apex. They just test it. They don't know about our test cases. They try to penetrate it. And, and try to attack it, right? And we need to have something similar. Very, very strong team and a strong leader. And the guy who's coming into my mind, sorry, it's Scott Spendolini. Sorry, Scott, if you want to do something else. But this is, you, this is a strong guy. He knows Apex in and out. He knows the security things. You cannot fool him. I think this would be a great um, chief quality officer, just as a, as a thought, right? And I, and I don't want to see John in the defense. He shouldn't run back. He should make his goals. He should do his coding, but he should not go back and try to avoid um, goals and, and, and writing fancy blog posts. Uh, this should be a, a different team explaining how to deal with interactive grid and not the developer itself. He's much too valuable for that. Also, another point, bring the community in, right? In, into the, in a kind of beta test phase. Let the people test who really has to use it afterwards and who are really uh, passionate about that, right? I mean, they do it anyway, but much too late. And then we have this bad reputation. So let the people test who really wants to use it. And we also need a UX uh, control in the alpha phase. So whenever there is the first draft of any component, let a UX designer look over it. There are a lot of UX flaws, trust me, 
in a lot of components um, which can be very very easily and cheaply um, fixed especially in in the alpha phase so what i think and what they i think even planned but i didn't even understand this announcement from shakib they also want to bring in an advisory board but i'm not sure if if i understood him right i would also suggest buy the plugins from the community that are really great like like the FOSS plugins right they are i mean they are amazing and they don't make money with that right and it's, it's and and it's in oracle's dna to buy companies or buy stuff they already bought a hundred companies for as long as i i know them and I would also say, don't make two versions a year. This is not this is not feasible anymore, right? This, you see, this is where it leads to. So, once you once you uh, finish the first release and you get feedback from the community, you are already close to the code freeze of the second release, and you don't even have a chance to fix all the bugs. So, I would say one release a year is more than enough. Right? We are already on a very high level of functionality. We are on iPhone 6 level. Everything is working fine. We don't need an iPhone 10, 12, 11, what, whatnot. So you can do everything with an iPhone 6. So it's no need to bring out new features every year. I would rather appreciate to have one, one uh, feature release every year and, and then let the developer fix the bugs, the bugs that are still there. And after that, you do uh, you do the that's the, the second release for the for the next year right it's good enough so and what I what we also what I'm also missing is a strong and consistent and well thought PR communicator so every announcement has to go over his desk I need a guy a COO guy a chief um, communication CCO chief communication officer Right. Because right now we have so much different people saying different things and a lot of thing, a lot of anger was created because of um, because of miscommunication, like the 21.1 release was not fully, fully explained, missing features like my favorite features and a lot of other people's favorite features. Um, uh, the dynamic the, the action thing and, uh, and the new icons. And the patch set two was not announced, right? I, I just found it accidentally. And a new feedback app was not really, I don't even know what this thing is still after I really rewatched the, 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 the recording. And it already started back then with the universal theme upgrade. I remember Shakib told us, if you don't unlock your universal theme and you don't play around with your templates, everything is fine. You can easily upgrade to the new, to the new uh, universal theme version and everything is working fine. This is not true. And I'm angry since then, right? Every version um, uh, creates a lot of CSS fixes. And, of, and these CSS fixes, of course, are custom code. And then we have a new release and then have to put new CSS fixes on top and so on, right? The same. So if you just say, well, if you do any custom code, expect fixes for the new upgrade. Fine, I do the same thing, but I'm not angry anymore because this is my expectation and I can communicate it to the customer. And also I can really think if it's worth it uh, to, 
you know, make the last bell and whistle. The same thing was with the announcement that interactive uh, grid is re replacing interactive report. We we tried it so often, but it it, it didn't make it, and and the quality was still not good enough to even use it as a, as a um, reporting component. But it was always in our head, oh, we will lose the interactive report, right? Um, Joel said recently, uh, said, no, that's not true. We, we will keep on um, um, developing interactive report. Well, this would be a great information because we lost 60,000 euros because of this misinformation. We tried to integrate interactive grid. It didn't work. We invested 50,000 euros in bug fixes and workarounds, and then we invested another 10,000 euros to go back to interactive report. It's all about communication. So we need a guy who is really able to communicate very, very well and, and, and straight and consistently. Well, thanks for that feedback. Again, I'm going to stay agnostic in this kind of, and those points. I do know you had, uh, talking about the feedback app, you had some other thoughts on that recent announcement. Yeah. Yeah. This was where I waited. <laughs> this was, uh, how was the reaction um, and what is coming back? And everything was basically wrong. What can be wrong about this announcement? So... First of all, we all know Shakib talks twice as fast as anybody can process in his mind, right? And it, it, he took three times longer to explain a simple app instead of um, explaining what is happening in the background, right? What is the structure behind it? So this was, I don't even know, there was something like, oh, a CAB, oh, there is CAB. Also, we have community members, CAB. I don't know even what this is. And, and I, I don't know what's happening. And, and, and that's, that's sad. And, and now I have to still guess. I hope for a um, combined, a larger announcement. I hope for structural changes. And, but what, end, what I ended up with after this, after this announcement was, oh, we do exactly the same thing, just with a rich text editor. Really? I mean, they're using the same URL, they're using the same name, and the name is called vote, right? I mean, it says, it says everything, voting, and it says, well, if you reach 25 votes, then you will, your, your request will proceed to under review, it gets a different status. Really? Is this really what we want? That we... That, that, that we have to buy votes or that people has to be on social media, on Twitter, or that a company is um, writing to his employees and say, hey, vote all for our change request. Is this really what we want? This shouldn't have any impact at all. Let's assume we have a guy, 89, 98% are not on Twitter. Let's assume we have a guy like Christian, a genius, and he comes up with a great idea. Nobody knows him. And he's, not, he's never get a vote. Is this, is this really something? I mean, maybe it's an American thing because they all have to do the fundraising for these political people. I don't know. But voting, I mean, it's the same thing. And then that the program managers are dealing with that, really? They have no idea what I'm requesting. And they shouldn't. It's not their job, right? They should, they should, they could filter spam 
right? But I mean, people like Patrick, Christian, Carsten, John, Shakib, they need to look in this, in this change request and they understand it within seconds and they can vet it within seconds and understand, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Oh, no, 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 no. This is creating a lot of implications and, and this is already, this is, you, you don't even know how to, to, how to do this, right? They know this immediately. So, but they say, no, just the program manager are dealing with that. And um, I would really would have loved an announcement, a new feedback app. It has to be, has to have a new name. Voting is not a thing. I would have something like whenever you, you, you submit a change request, everybody gets an answer for sure. And we will read everything and you get an answer from us and you will explain you why we deny it or if it's getting to a next level and has nothing to do with votes. It is a, a new app, of course, with a new name and a new URL. <laughs> Right? This is the basic principles. If you want to do something new, don't give it an old name and don't give it the old place. Right? I mean, and right now, for me, it's just fixing symptoms. They are all trying to, I understand, they are very uh, eager to fix everything. And, but for me, it's just fixing symptoms instead of wait, Get out of the car, get on top of a, of a hill and figure out where, where did you turn off wrong and, and understand why did you get in the situation you are in right now. And after that, you, can, you know exactly what to do. For now, it's just like getting rid of the symptoms and fixing, fixing, fixing. Nothing will change. And this is why I decided to sell my virtual Apex stock. This is... I'm afraid this is not going to happen. Nothing, nothing will change. This is, this is not, this is, and I talked to a, to a friend of mine and he said, well, yeah. And I said, well, it's a good, it's a good time to sell all your Apex stock. And he said, well, the best time was six weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, there is no Apex stock guys, right? But if there would be Apex stock now, I think it's a good time to make the most money out of it. So anyway. Jürgen, can I chime in on some of the feedback stuff? Because I can't yeah. speak to that. I, I was part of that team and okay. still am trying to trying to get that to launch. Um, so first of all, thank you for your feedback on that. Um, always well um, well thought out. Uh, the a couple of things that may if just to clarify your points and for other people listening is every you know, we as Oracle and appreciate all feedback um, on that. I think it's, we have to remember that we can't just bog down the Patrick's, the Christians, the Vincent's, the Shakib's with every single request that comes in, right? It needs to be vetted. First of all, does it make sense? Yep. Right. Um, yep. We understand also that English isn't the first language of everyone. And yep. sometimes the PM may need some back and forth, which is perfectly natural just to make sure that, um, the the feedback that that someone is providing is clear and also we understand it right um that's sometimes i and i i've received this personally even from blog posts where someone will write something it's like hey look i just want to make sure this is what you're talking about and a little back and forth really helps and i think that's where the pms come in right it's not to filter out to say oh no 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 we're never going to show this to certain people it's just to make sure that it's it's what um what's expected or what um, what the, the real desire from the person. 
and then start passing it up because maybe maybe it is Patrick, maybe it is John from an interactive uh, grid perspective. Maybe it's someone you don't even know about on the Apex team that's handling a certain feature, right? And then they can distribute that out and and see where that fits amongst uh, the team. So that that's one thing that is and will happen on that. Um, so maybe that was a bit of a misunderstanding from no, that. No, it was never it's, it's said. Not, it's it not was the, never said okay, like that. Well, it's not. It's not because we had we spent three times longer in this in explaining a simple app instead of explaining exactly stuff like that. This is what I wanted to hear, right? That you say okay. the PM people they just filter out the spam back and forth, and then they direct it to the right people. It was never said. And that's very important. And this is why I say we miss this C communication officer, chief communication officer. You can do this job. Apply, apply, <laughs> apply for it. Um, there, there's also, and it's it, the PMs are Apex users themselves, right? So they they know they're very they know Apex at the end of the day. So yeah, they're sure. they're also going to be able to ask those right questions, right? If you say make interactive grids better. Right. Well, what specifically do you want? And and in a positive way, the um, from the demo perspective from Shakib, I think certain things may have been lost in the nuances uh, from your based on your feedback is the ability, for instance, um, <clears throat> some of those features or some of the things from the previous versions of the feedback app were very difficult to do. One is to share and it's not just share for voting. Let's take that out for another Uh, point but the ability just to share quickly right uh, before you couldn't share those links so you had to say um, hey here's the voting app search for code a b c d and that was your quote-unquote ticket number and that wasn't uh, easy and also if you wanted to get feedback from someone from the community for instance if i posted something and said hey Shakib or hey Jurgen Uh, what do you think about this? Can you yeah. put your thing? Now that's that's there, and that's a big change. Yeah, sure, right? sure. I, we know about um, the the app is great, no doubt about it. It's not a big deal, right? It's not a, a rocket science. The app is nice and no, fine, but if there is not the right structure behind it, I don't care, right? If I'm sending a package and it's not it's not being delivered, and the post office is saying oh we have a new app where you can track your package i don't care if it's not delivered first you need to tell me everything has changed we have different postmans and now you can be 100 sure that every package is delivered and on top of that we have a new app right this and the first part was missing and then i'm fine they- with the app but um i didn't know that For, for me, it ended up like, and I talked to people who listened to the same thing, they all said, well, it's the same thing, the same name, the same location with a rich text editor. Nothing changes. This is the message you're sending out to the community. We don't, we, we go on just with, a, we do exactly the same thing we did before with a new app. And that's wrong. You tell me that's wrong. And I believe you, right? But that's sad that the communication is bad. That a lot of well, anger I'll, I'll is clar- happening. I'll clarify that. Right? It's, it's a lot of anger is, is, is based on miscommunication. That's sad. Anyway, so let me finish. Okay. Second part. So first part is fixing the situation we are in right now. 
But we, in this special situation, school is out. We can, the first 21 years are gone. We can, we can never go back. If you try to go back, this will never happen. It's, but it's a huge opportunity to make the next step and find a job. And so to think about what should Apex drive the next 21 years? We need another Apex, right? For, the, the, what we have so far is great. The back end is great. It's rock solid. It's a 12-cylinder combustion Lamborghini engine. It can get better than that. And the database is upgrading every two or three years, right? And makes it even better. So back end is amazing and it will stay like that. Nothing, it's rock solid. But I think the war of development front uh, frameworks will be won on the front end components. Nobody is admiring a dual clutch transmission of a car passing by. They just look at, oh, look at the color, look at the shape, right? It's all about front end components. So, and I think we have amazing people on the team, like Shakib, he's a genius. Bob is a genius, right? I mean, see, look at this, look at this um, icons. And, and John too, John is a professor. He's basically an IT professor. And, and also Vincent is great with UI stuff, right? So what I would like to have, I would like to have to lock these people up in a room for a couple of years, give them a lot of money and give them a stock option uh, as a, as a, how, a, carrot, a carrot in front of them, right? If they, if they achieve and let them create new UI components or a new framework, a new apex for front end components. Like you have a layer which is, dealing with all the, I don't know, business logic in front end. And then we have a, a layer where we can replace every year if we want, which is just the UI thing, like the model view controller um, paradigm we have, right? That we can upgrade the front end components every five years, and, 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 but still have the functional logic in, in place, right? Like we have this back end and front end logic. And I think these people could do that. They are smart enough and we have the right people. But, and, it, and it's not happening next year. So like Swift is, was developed for five years bef before Apple came out with it, right? So I would like to see at least an announcement saying, hey guys, we are working on the next Apex. We can't tell you much, but be sure we are working for the next 21 years, right? And we, we, we understand where we have to go and make Apex, like Shakib said, not 10 again, but bring it to 11, bring it to the next level, right? So this is my thoughts all together on this topic. And I'm happy that they are off my chest now. And from now I'm shutting up. This is <laughs> promise. Oh. Thank you, Jurgen. And to wrap things up on that point, there's a new, there's going to be a new app for you to submit your idea on Apex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. I will use that a lot. I mean, I used the old one, the graveyard, even right, many, many years. And but you know, anyway, should we talk right. about the new uh, podcast season? Yes. So we have been in perpetual season one for I don't know how many years now. Six years now. And six years thank you 
And the format we've really taken is we've reached out to some experts, um, both in the Apex team and within the community, reached out, hear about how they uh, got involved with IT and Apex and just that general um, gist. And, and it was very interesting conversations. We got to hear some very cool stories and how Apex is being used a bit. And it was very technical focused. We want to take a, a, a kind of a season two just to take a sidestep for a bit. And Apex has changed lives and cultures within uh, within individuals and within organizations. And not even just from developers. It changes the, peop- the way people work and what they do for a living. I think we forget that as developers sometimes because we always look at the cool lines of CSS code or JavaScript or who can write the fastest query, but we forget that we're changing lives at the end of the day as Apex developers and we're changing it rapidly, right? We're not building something that's going to be used in five years. We're building something that could be used tomorrow because the way the tool is built. And as such, we're going to go out and interview and, 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 meet people whose companies and lives have been changed with Apex and hear their story about about it. And I think there's a lot of people out there that we've never heard of before that we're going to try and meet and talk about. And we don't want to just talk about what your favorite interactive report is but uh, or feature is, but uh, there's again how how did it change what was it like within the organization how how was it received how did it get adopted and then what did you hear back from your employees right from your team and did it change other things so we we're we've got a few people lined up on on that note we're we're working on that it's going to be a few weeks till we get a at least two episodes recorded and then uh, my call is for those that are listening um, if you've got some interesting stories about how Apex has changed your 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 organizational, right? Not just your personal thing, but people within your organization and the culture within your organization, please let us know. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And I think there's a lot of people with very interesting stories of how how it changed businesses again, and and lives and of everyday people. I think it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, so the yeah, go ahead. Oh, and you'll you'll provide the contact information in the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, you you can go on Episode Press. You see my email, or you can contact us on Twitter or whoever is closer to you, right? To Martin or to me, it doesn't matter. Um, Yeah. um, So the thing is, we appeal to you that you talk to your customer, and it's um, because they don't listen to us, of course. But if you think you are at a customer's place and you're doing Apex for 10 years now there and they are happy or, or not, right? It's not oh, everything is awesome and everything is changing our life. But please, we still do very honest podcasts. So if you, if you have passionate customers and who are willing to talk about their experience with Apex in their company, Uh, please let us know, contact them, try to figure out if they are interested to be on the show. 
and you can always be on the show so it doesn't have to be a one-to-one -one thing right you can be as a developer and bring your program manager your, 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 your project manager uh, so that you are two or three people right it doesn't have to be uh, the one guy from your company just if you think you know somebody who would love to tell his experience about apex the good the bad and the ugly we are open and we are happy to yeah talk about that agree great well yes agree. yes i just I, I we don't want it to be lines of code right that's not the yes, discussion exactly exactly the the bigger picture and i think again sometimes we get caught in that in that stream of we're always trying to one up each other with the coolest latest feature but we forget that we're changing we're changing lives right and and i think i know i've said that repetitively right now but it's it's an important thing that we we've lost focus sometimes and it's it's it will be interesting and i think for other developers to hear how uh, how it's being used within different organizations and there's some incredible stuff going on all right did all i right. did i ramble but what is my ramble Pardon? rate what is my ramble rate your ramble rate you are you'd have an, you're not bad you're about 15 wait a minute wait a minute it took you had a long introduction right and you have to subtract our announcement with the new podcast <laughs> nice so try. let's give you 15 minutes you went 15 minutes over on your, on your i would say podcast. rather 10 than 15 <laughs> and it was worth it well hopefully. okay well again <laughs> those were your personal opinions they're not mine or i'm not speaking on your i wasn't speaking on behalf of anyone uh, but again thank you for that and uh, yeah I, I really look forward to what's what's coming up and in the future there's a lot of interesting yeah. things episode one of the new season yes whenever we we get to that pretty soon it should happen in the next week or two all right great thanks thanks for taking the time and standing up in the middle of the night and and driving to through bears land <laughs> 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 sitting in the car and then in the dark <laughs> you are it's, all it's in right like, you are all in this is <laughs> you gotta go, obviously see gotta it. go all in <laughs> yeah but it's um yeah just as a, a small promotion if for those looking once covid once they can travel to canada i strongly recommend jasper it's a great little great little mountain town and lots to do here all right great all Thanks right a lot guy thanks here again bye <laughs>